and welcome back to another edition of Wrestling is Trash, a nonsensical wrestling podcast where we talk about professional wrestling past, present, and quite possibly the future. I wish I knew how to use the sound effects on this motherfucker. That probably sound way cooler than what I just did. <laughs> but since we are on the internet and you're hearing this on uh, all kinds of different platforms via your smart device or whatever have you, um, there's some social media attached to this. So you can find Wrestling is Trash on Twitter at Wrestling B Trash, or you can find it on Instagram at Wrestling Is Trash, or you can find it on Facebook at Wrestling Is Trash. And if you want to send emails and find all the episodes that we ever put out, all, I think this is 41 or something, maybe, uh, you can go to Wrestling Is Trash dot com and you can shoot those emails to wrestling i um, no, is it's mail at wrestling is trash dot com so i got all that shit out the way so now uh we have a, a fatal four-way going out for this edition uh we're gonna be talking about a couple of things cm punk survivor series nxt aew all that shit whatever we digging right now is what we're gonna talk about and the homies that are here to talk about it with me is uh the official godfather of wrestling is trash, Anomaly. How are you, sir? Lamar Jackson is the MVP of the NFL. Fuck anybody who doesn't think otherwise. Very well. Very well. Um, we also have um, the the uh, the organizer for uh, wrestling is trash, Nick Anicelli. I want all the smoke. Word, word. <laughs> and also joining us is... Um, Codex Prime correspondent Carl Bird. <laughs> How about the Cowboys? We won today. Don't take away my don't take away my happiness. Fuck the Cowboys. Patriots, Patriots are winning right now, baby. Fuck them too. They sure are. They came back. That was I was impressed. Every time the Cowboys' name is uttered, I'm gonna beep it out, even when I say it. That's just that's just people out. I, you know what? I ain't gonna lie to you. I, when I was young and I didn't know no better, I was a Cowboys fan. But um, I grew up and I was like, "Yeah, this this ain't this ain't it." He became a fan. Was that after you joined the Marines? So I can blame that on PTSD or something? No, no, no. Nah, I, 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 I didn't. Like I said, I was a little kid running around in the streets and everything. And then you know, as I got older, I started to take more pride in my state. And I was like, all the Louisiana teams is mine. Even the shitty ones, which is all of them, just about except for LSU. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, the the Saint, the Saints beat us. Of course, they gave us our first loss, mm-hmm. and as a result of that, I partook on a I partook on a little bet, and I literally had to drink a white claw on the show. Oh, it was awful. Man. I missed that one. I'm about to go back. <laughs> what, oh what yeah, claw? trust me, it's on, it's on our it's on our Facebook. Oh okay. There ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Put that on a t-shirt. Put that on a t-shirt. I know somebody who will wear that too. Is yeah, a, I will. Yeah, it's former guest of the show, Kiefer Bartek, uh, CEO and founder of uh, New Texas Pro Wrestling in Abilene. Abilene, I need to go there. It's like that is awful. Five hours away. <laughs> We ready? Awful, I will we tell talk? you that by experience. We, we ready to talk wrestling? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, I'm ready. So, so, what do we want to do first? The Survivor Series kind of prediction, guess the team thing? I or do we want to talk punk? 
what do we want to do first? Let's let's get the um, the punk thing out of the way because I think that one, uh, you know, we we can knock that out real quick. Because Survivor Series, we got a lot of meaty layers that we got to get through. Yeah, Punk's gonna come back at WrestleMania and face someone. End of story. Okay, but it's not gonna be the main event though, right? <laughs> I could see I don't him. Think he has Bray. enough buzz to wait. Yeah, he's gonna fight Bray Wyatt. See, this was my oh, whole. Gosh. This was my whole thing or whatever. And then you know, I, I'll, I'll address your Bray Wyatt theory as well. So, Punk was one of the guys. You know, back when when he was still an active competitor, I looked at. And um, I felt like he, he could have had a lot of crossover appeal, you know, seeing now where he has come from, you know, post, you know, um, leaving WWE, you know, I, I would be eating my hat as Jr. would be saying right now to make that statement back then. But from me to him at the time, I was looking at him like this dude could um basically kind of do what John Cena is doing. Not as massive of a scale, but enough to where people know his name like in the house, household name. And um, I kind of felt like he was doing the thing to where, you know, he would try to get his own buzz like Brock Lesnar did. He would leave, go be successful at something else, then come back and get all the shit that he want like Brock Lesnar did. But he got his ass whipped twice. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You know, comic books are great, but they're not as great as comic book movies. So that kind of didn't work in his favor too much. He is doing movies. I I enjoyed his Drax. I enjoyed his Drax. Yeah, but you are a comic book guy, though, right? So, I mean. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So, you know, he's tipping toes into movies right now as we speak, I believe. You got a horror movie that's doing the, the move arounds and whatnot. So... The only buzz that he actually garnered was from the WWE lawsuit and fallout with Kogamana. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he did a lot of good things away from WWE. He made him a little bit of cash and whatnot. And I believe not so much because it's WWE, but it's just wrestling in general. Once you dip your toe in it, you give your life to it for years or months or however have you, it's kind of hard to put it down no matter how long you step away from it. Because, I mean, look at Edge. Edge, uh, you know, hurt himself pretty bad. And now he's back in the ring spearing people in the best shape of his life. And he's entertaining the idea of maybe having one more match again. You know? That, um, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. I'm scared for that. I'm scared for that. Yeah, you know, same thing. Daniel Bryan. Hurt. Uh, you know, and that was kind of like a misdiagnosis on his part. I mean, it was similar to Edge, but you know, it was a whole bunch of things. You had to hear him on the Edge and Christian podcast when he was talking about the whole thing about him retiring, how it was an accident, how he just didn't understand the diagnosis that he was given, and he took it as like he couldn't wrestle no more. So that's why he back now. <laughs> anyway, but same thing. He he stayed away as long as he could. And it just kept eating at him. I got to wrestle again and not a motherfucker back. Um, I don't know. It's just one of those things, but I knew Punk wasn't going to stay away. I didn't know how long it was going to be before he came back. I kind of rather would have seen him did a, did a circuit before he wound up back in WWE. But um, him going... Well, yeah. He actually did do an independent appearance. With the mask on? Under, yeah. He did too, actually. Under a mask. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, but that's hearsay. That was allegedly him. 
you know. But I mean, no, it was definitely it. Well, I'm just saying. I'm it just, was him. I'm definitely. just, I'm just saying though. I'm just saying though. It, it wasn't built on the marquee. They didn't sell tickets to come see CM Punk. It was just a motherfucker in the mask that could have been CM Punk, you know. But I'm talking about like full fledged in his gear, theme music, playing over speakers, going to New Japan, going to AEW, doing House of Glory, doing stuff like that before he wound up back in WWE. That's what I would have rathered. But hey, man, who's to say? I mean, he having fun broadcasting and doing all kind of things like that, which I think he's kind of good at. And he landed a spot here on FS1, which is under the WWE umbrella, but it's more Fox from what I understand. I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, his his deal is, is. with Fox. Okay. Yeah, it's he's not with WWE right now. He's under contract with Fox. And, and once again, I mean, this looks like more of a leverage thing because he got his foot in the door, but it's like, you know, I, I kind of I work for Fox, not WWE, so that way I can bash your product and say what I want. I mean, not negatively, because I mean, he's going to have some shit to say if he's going to be doing uh, corresponding for this backstage show or whatnot. So, just like how Samoa Joe and, um, what's it called? I forget the other guy, how they was talking about Rusev on FS, on that show and everything. And they was talking about it like how me and you, all, how all of us would talk about it. Like, what is this angle doing for Rusev? <laughs> you know? Not a damn thing. Exactly. And Very that, and that's how they talked about it on that show. So, you know, CM Punk going to have some leeway to say what the fuck you want to say. And it's gonna, I think it's going to be pretty good. Yeah, well, Corey Davis is actually doing the same thing on his podcast, on yeah. the WWE podcast as well, where he's like tra- constantly trashing that storyline. But I think it's pretty safe to say like everybody's cra- trashing the whole cuckold storyline with Rusev, Bobby Lashley, and Lana. Yeah, I don't get that. So... She was mad at Rusev because he was a sex fiend, but she fucking Bobby Lashley hey, a regular. Let's, let's, not waste, let's not waste our valuable breath on that stupid-ass okay. storyline. Anyway, anyway. Uh, yeah, it, I agree. Yeah, I, yeah, I've said many things about uh, CM Punk and what I thought and everything, but let, let's go around the room. Nick, what do what you think about the whole CM Punk situation? I think it's pretty good. Like I said, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I'm happy about it. I think he's going to end up in a ring by Mania. Maybe do some sort of appearance at the Survivor Series that is in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Maybe setting up. Like I said, I think if Punk is the same guy he was, he always wants to be in the big, big spotlight. Definitely wants a big mania match. So I'd like to see him go like AJ Styles, but I got to think he's going to be on SmackDown. If he has this deal with Fox, they're probably going to want him wrestling on their show. Yeah. So, so you got to think who he's going to fight, which I'd have to go with just based off who they have. Has to be the fiend. I could see him going at it with the fiend and uh, maybe being the one to beat him for the title, or yeah. maybe he loses to him for the title because yeah. Punk maybe just wants to do like one or two matches a year. And um, to even go with that point or whatever, just giving props to the Bray Wyatt as the fiend character, or whatever. Anytime he attacks somebody, he always has something you know, kind of in a way linked to them. Like how are you doing now with Daniel Bryan? How are you pretty much making accusations like? Oh, you know why I'm attacking you because of what you did to me back then. You know, we all know when Daniel Bryan infiltrated the uh, freaking Wyatt family and then he turned on him. So that can be what he's referencing. And then, you know, Seth Rollins, when you went after him, you know, the the shit that they had with them, between him and the shield. So that's reference there. And, you know, I mean, his attacks are, seem to be calculated and has a purpose. And, you know, 
he said he made a tweet when um CM Punk made the announcement that he was gonna be on FS1's uh, backstage or whatever. He sent a tweet at him to where you know it was showing photos of him getting whipped by him in the Nexus angle and all kind of stuff like that. So, you know, the fiend has a cause; it has a purpose. What? So we're gonna go, go to our. What's your name, Carl? Yeah, Carl. <laughs> So, real okay, really, if you really want to make a compelling storyline, and I actually thought about this, I actually put this together Wednesday, the night after he um, debuted on um, backstage. Who is the one do you really want him to go see to at least let the story come full circle? It'd be Triple H. Exactly. But exactly. That would be that would be the mania match. That would be Triple H's mania match. That would be the mania match. And while I was at work, I had a little bit of downtime, so I actually came up on how you could present that story, how you can make that happen. I put, of course, I obviously put a house to debut CM Punk. So what you would do is, for well, at least how I would book it, for about a month. You know, have CM Punk throw shade at Triple H on backstage because the two have had a heated rivalry for quite some time. And not to mention one of the reasons why CM Punk left was because of Triple H. So with that, leading up to the Rumble, which is going to be the next big event after uh, Survivor Series, you um, you have Triple H as a guest star on backstage and have like finally a one-on-one competition. Have it lead to Triple, Triple H convincing CM Punk to enter the Rumble. Triple H is constantly, and he, by doing that, Triple H will constantly rub in his face that he has never won a Rumble and he has never made a event at WrestleMania, which is something that CM Punk always wanted to do. So, Triple H, I mean, CM Punk actually gets into the Rumble. Triple H somehow, someway screws him in the Rumble. Like, you know, Punk is very rusty, so you have him enter at like 23, get him a couple of, in, you know, eliminations here or there, and at least have him as like the last four, with Triple H being one of the entries, or somehow, some way, just Triple H screwing him over. So then, after that, for weeks and weeks, you have to build, build, and build that storyline. I mean, you have to give us the same storyline, like the same promos from back in like, I want to say 2011 when they were going off and they were actually like saying each other's real name in their uh, promos, Mike's getting cut off until it finally leads to Punk and Triple H at Mania. Will it garner enough interest to be a main event? Nope. I don't know. I don't think it will like be the one, be the, sh- the match to close the show because the, the main event has to be a title match. But it will get that big main event, that big mania spotlight. They'll get that big pay. He'll get that big payoff that he missed out on thirty. Yeah. And then, how can get his win over Triple H? Okay. True. I mean, I, I think, you think I think that's the most logical thing, or whatever. And I think that's what a lot of people are thinking anyway. Um, it won't main event WrestleMania, but it'll be one of the more of the marquee matches on the card. So now, right. last but not least, Anomaly, what, what are your thoughts on CM Punk? Um, first, I think this is two years too late. Yes. Uh, I think they missed the window on it completely because of poor management on the 
behalf of the WWE for letting him go to begin with. Uh, second off, I think he did more harm than good to his own name and brand by the way he bashed the wrestling business and by the way he got his ass kicked in MMA fights. Believe so. Um, so with that, he kind of tarnished the business. Um, the only If this was still in the time of kayfabe, he would be totally fucked. Yeah. But being which we're in this modern era where everybody sees behind the fucking veil, he's all right in that perspective. Uh, he could still be a money draw. But in all honesty, me looking at him when he was on TV, he doesn't look like he's in wrestling shape at all. He looks like he weighs about 175. Um, he's pretty damn old. He's not a young man no more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he could. He, I don't think he could take too many damn bumps. Uh, he's never been one of to be like, he never really took steroids or anything like that. I think his max weight ever was like 235. Mm-hmm. Uh, I honestly would not be surprised. I know everybody else is going to hate this. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he never steps foot in the ring again. Okay. Uh, I think he might just stick to doing what he's doing, which is commentary. Maybe he might make a guest appearance or something like that <laughs> every now and then. But I would not be surprised if he never steps foot in the WWE ring. And the fact that he did nothing. Look, I was the biggest CM Punk mark on the fucking planet. All right. Seriously. Mm-hmm. This dude did nothing but fucking bash and disrespect the damn business for fucking years and not just the WWE, wrestling in fucking general. And now we just open the door back to this motherfucker and give him the golden goose. Fuck that. Fuck this dude. Fuck this fucking crank yanker, dude. I'm sorry. I can give two rats shit about CM fucking punk or the WWE fucking product. And I'll be the one to tell you. Fuck Phil Brooks. This dude did nothing but diss the fans, diss the fucking business, and diss everything that is sacred about wrestling for fucking years now. And now all of a sudden we're all fucking hyped to see him. Man, fuck him. Okay, that's what I got to say. Word. But you you peaked all. You peaked, you peaked Bruno all. Martino did the same exact thing. Yeah. And look how long Bruno stayed away from the damn business. Bruno didn't even want to go into the fucking Hall of Fame. They literally had Triple H, Paul Levesque, go to him and talk to him and pretty much beg him to go into the Hall of Fame because he didn't want nothing to do with them. Right? But then, you know, all those, you know, all those bridges, you know, that were once burned were, were men until, you know, his passing. Yeah. I mean, I mean but, Brett, but you Brett was the same but, way. He didn't bash wrestling, but he bashed the WWE. Exactly. But look how long it took him to go back to the WWE. And at that point in juncture, I really think he went back because he didn't like the way his his bloodline family was being treated by the company. And he thought maybe if he mended some fences, because they was pretty much burying anybody that had anything to do with the heart name at that point in juncture, if anyone remembers correctly. I mean, they They're really were. Now. Still doing it now. And, yeah, they are. They really are. And I mean, I think Brett tried to mend fences there for the sake of his niece and for the sake of, of her husband and for the sake of his nephew. He tried to mend fences with, with the McMahon family, and I don't think it worked out too well. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just not a big proponent of WWE at all. 
Mm-hmm. Especially right now, I can't stand the damn company. I would rather watch NWA Power than watch a WWE no, product. No, 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 no. CM no, no. Punk ain't drawing me in. Wait, wait. I'm wait, sorry, wait. he's not. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not NWA Power. It's NWA Power. <laughs> you got to put them R's on there, goddammit. <laughs> yeah. So, where Jim Cornet tells people to go kill themselves. Damn right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, before we move away from uh, CM Punk real quick, um, do you think everyone has the right to change their mind? Or do you think this is just some other um, thing for him to where like, I'm broke. This is where I'm going to make the most money. Here I am. Because I, uh, I, I personally have seen a change in his attitude over the past couple of years and everything. It was in the midst of between his first and second fight. And, and pretty much after the lawsuit shit was over, that he had to change. That he started like becoming like not the dude that talked shit about wrestling or whatever the fuck. He was just becoming a nicer person from then on. So I don't think this is him changing because it... I don't think that. I think this is him just needing a paycheck. Okay. Word. What? What? What have you other guys think? I think you just changed his mind. Bridges are burnt, whatever, but everything's good now. I think for the most part. Yeah, I would. I would have to agree with Nick. I mean, everybody has, you know, everybody has the right to change their mind. People mm-hmm. grow. You know, sometimes it just takes longer for others, you know, have, you know, as for, you know, the few that I had mentioned before, but, you know, yeah, it, it could happen. We still have to wait and see. We still have to see, like, how this thing goes on, because he's only been back on, quote unquote, WWE TV for what? 40, 10 seconds? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the, the, the big test is, will he... I mean, because we already, all four of us can agree, we all have an inkling that he may step back in the ring. Anomaly says maybe not, but, you know, somewhere, you know, I know Anomaly kind of feels that he might step foot back in the ring maybe one more time. But the big test is, if he does, you know, it's been speculated online, you know, just people just throwing it out there. If he stepped back in the ring, do you think it will be one of the Saudi shows? (laughs) <laughs> no, nah, I, I don't think so. Don't step in. I, I, I don't. I don't think <laughs> stay away from the blood money shows. I mean, he. I mean, but I mean, just look at it. Though. He has some. Uh, he has like a political standpoint yeah, yeah. on you know a lot of things, and I know that's one thing he probably. He, I'm pretty sure that he will not agree on, especially with the way that things were handled at this past Saudi show. So I, I doubt he would make it. Well, I mean, let's think about it, man. Shawn Michaels. <laughs> That's all I got to say about yeah. that. We got bought Shawn Michaels. We got bought Shawn Michaels. I still haven't watched that match. I have not either. I will, and I refuse to. <laughs> you ain't missing much. Yeah, you ain't missing much. I, I, that I know. And in the, like I just bought Shawn Michaels hurts. Mm-hmm. Oh well. Like it just hurts my. It just hurts to see that. Hey man, he old man. You got the white person baldness. The little patch right up. I on know. The I know. It just—it still hurts. It's okay. It'll be all right. Yeah, buddy. All right, Nick. Go ahead and uh, start us up. We're gonna roll right into Survivor Series. All right. So here's what we're gonna do, boys and girls. Well, boys, 
Rob's a girl. No. We're just gonna go, I'm going to say the Don't card. Don't talk to your father like that. <laughs> <laughs> match, match at a time and just simply say who you think is going to win. We ain't got to go into a big thing, but we probably will. But what the rules are, the rules, dun, dun, dun. the matches who don't have teams identified yet, like participants, you're going to say who you think is going to win and then who you think is those remaining participants on that team. So the first match, though, I'm lying. I'm so far really digging this storyline, Brock Lesnar and Rey Mysterio for the title. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'm going with Brock. They ain't going to take it off. I'd like to see the swerve and maybe Mysterio. Gets it, but like I said, I'm really excited for this match. We all know how Brock and smaller opponents are in matches, so yeah, just kind of short and sweet. I'm going with Brock. Okay, <laughs> what you got, Carl? Brock. All right. So Brock's gonna get Brock. Brock and Rey Mysterio are definitely gonna give us that um that type of match that Brock had with Daniel Bryan, Finn Balor, and AJ Styles. Like he's just gonna decimate them. Then we're gonna get hyped up. You know, little guy's gonna have like somewhat of a fighting chance, and then boom, Brock takes it on, takes it on. Okay, Nami. Um, does anybody really think Ray's gonna win the title? I mean, come on, no, no, no. come on, man. I what mean, let's just be honest. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I, and plus, man, I like I, I'm a I'm a huge. Lifelong Ray Mysterio fan, but I mean he's past his prime. I, yeah. I I just I don't see it happening. I mean, plus he's he's very injury prone right now. They're not going to take the chance of putting the title on him right now, especially after they just took it off a little guy like like Kofi, who's in his prime, and put it on on you know that big ass albino gorilla Brock Lesnar. <laughs> uh, I just. Yeah, no. Nah, nah, I mean, this is this is a gimmick match. This is kind of like the bottom of the barrel. We have no one else to feed the Brock, so we're just going to let Ray job out to him. Word, word. I got you. Um, well, you know, it's unanimous across the board. Everybody's going for Brock, and you know, it is what it is. Um, do you feel there will be any Dominic or Cain Velasquez shenanigans involved in this match? Because I, I kind of feel it going towards something like that. Yeah, probably. Probably something. Yeah. Yeah. We all see this coming. Let's just be honest. Their their booking is is, is like Sesame Street. We all know what's gonna happen. All right, let's just be real. Do they throw us curveballs? No, we know this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What we got next, Nick? The universal title, the blue one. Uh the Fiend Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan. I think I'm gonna. I'll speak for everyone, but I want to hear everyone's opinion. So, I'm probably we're probably all gonna say the fiend across the board. I just think, but obviously, maybe I'll get swerved. But yeah, Bray Wyatt's gonna win. I think it's gonna be hopefully no red light. Imagine if it's blue now because of blue title. No, but um, <laughs> um, I think Bray's gonna win. I don't think it's gonna be a squash, but I don't think it's gonna be anything crazy long either. I don't see Bray losing anytime soon. So, Bray. Okay. What do I got? What do you got, Carl? I'm going for the yeah. I'm going for the theme. Just hopefully they'll do what um what they did for Yokozuna. You know, keep the title on on the theme till Mania. You know, let them build that monster that he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you now- know, hopefully they just don't all do a garbage ass finish like they did back in WrestleMania Nine. 
Yokozuna, but let them build that monster. Let him just like plow through Rasta until they find somebody that can put him away. Okay. Anomaly, what you get? Bray's going to win the match, man. I mean, but can we get to the point that, you know, the WWE missed the opportunity to put in a Survivor Series match Brock Lesnar versus the Fiend Bray Wyatt, and instead they're giving us this 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 farce here. I mean, I hate to just down their fucking product, dude, but I mean, am I the only one who is realizing they're insulting our intelligence here? No, that would have been no, awesome. They, yeah. they didn't. They I knew they weren't going to do that the second Bray won the title because they do not want to be either one, and they they know they won't do another shenanigans ending after the Hell in a Cell thing. And then you know to okay. yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, you go go ahead, Rob. No, because I, I I'll wrap it up, but you can go ahead. This is my thing. That's the reason their product is a flop. They don't do nothing to surprise us or throw it out the window. You know, like you want to grab my attention, give me title versus title. Give me Brock versus Bray Wyatt and let Bray Wyatt pin that big son of a bitch. Let Bray Wyatt get that clean win over him and show the world that this fucker is not superhuman. People would mark out to see Bray Wyatt pin Brock Lesnar a whole lot harder than they did Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just who who here would not fucking lose their shit if they was watching Brock versus Bray, title versus title. Maybe the title's not even on the line. Just champion versus champion and see Bray Wyatt pin that overgrown fucking gazoo. <laughs> Who wouldn't? <laughs> nah, <I> would, <laughs> he that, left you so much. That, that would uh, be very enjoyable. So, so, so to wrap it up. Thank you. Here, here we go. So this is the thing. They, they already... They have something great with Bray Wyatt as this fiend and the funhouse shit. But at the same time, they've already booked themselves into a corner with this character. We've seen twice with Seth Rollins how he even went through 80,000 curb stumps, shit dropped on him or whatever, and he he doesn't go down and whatnot. So you done built him to be stronger than Brock Lesnar, but you don't want anybody stronger than Brock Lesnar. You know, so to have Brock Lesnar go up against the Fiend, that would be some bullshit if the Fiend lost, which ultimately that would happen the way WWE does shit. You know, there's only been how many people to pin Brock Lesnar ever in his whole career? Like five, maybe, I think. Five, between five and ten. It was very little. Yeah, very few. And, you know, it's it's just going to be a crock of shit if you had this motherfucker eat 30 curb stumps and all this other shenanigans to get beat by Brock Lesnar, you know? And then um, with The Fiend and whatnot, he revealed a little bit, but I don't think too many people was picking up on it. I haven't heard it on any other wrestling podcast or, you know, that I listen to anyway, because I don't listen to all of them. But Bray Wyatt gave a hint to his weakness for The Fiend. He said, you can't kill it under the red light, hence that's why the red light is on since they've been he's been having these matches. So who's gonna figure that out? Or how long is it gonna take for that to be worked into a storyline? 
or will it ever be worked into a storyline? Because WWE drops the ball on a lot of shit, you know. Always. Coca Cola. So mania, <laughs> mania. So here we are. We got Bray Wyatt doing this crazy shit, and in the blue belt does not bother me. And I kind of figure, you know, that has to be some change because they, the red title on the blue brand doesn't make any sense to me or whatever, but a, a title is a title. So I don't really give a fuck, but it is what it is. So, um, what we got next? Women's champions versus each other. Becky Lynch representing raw Bailey for SmackDown and Shayna Baszler for NXT. I think it's going to be a great match, honestly, mm-hmm. but Becky Lynch is going to win. They ain't going to ruin her momentum. If someone else doesn't win, either one, whoever wins, I guess I wouldn't be shocked or surprised. Maybe Bailey the most, mm-hmm. but you got to go with Becky in this. Okay. What do you got, Carl? Bailey with the Bailey with the swerve. I think they'll actually give us a swerve for this match. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'll say Bailey. Okay. What about you, Anomaly? I'm going with Becky Lynch. Word. Okay. Now this is this is kind of trick uh, tricky for me. Um, I'm just thinking about beyond just this match or whatever. Because right now. The thing that everybody has been wanting for however long since it's been teased and entertained at that one takeover is the four horse women of wrestling versus the four horse women of MMA. You know, we have we have all of them on the roster. Two of them, the the MMA two, the um, ones the I forget the, the one that's married to Roger Strong and the other girl or whatever. We Maria, Jasmine Duke, and Marina Shakira. Yeah. yeah. Which one's the fine one? Not the not the dangly one. The, What's the what's the fine one name? Marina. Oh Lord, the one that's married to Roddy Strong. Oh that that who Lord Jesus. <laughs> in, in, <laughs> anyway, we know those two not really up to snuff in ring yet. Shayna Baszler, all time pro, she just kind of boring in her presentation or whatnot. But I enjoy her matches regardless. And then we got Ronda Rousey floating around somewhere, and then we have Bailey. Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, and Charlotte is floating around in the ether somewhere. So, I mean, they, they all are intertangled here at some some manner of way and whatnot. I always I have the feeling that this match will in some in some kind of shenanigans involving that somehow. And I don't know how. I don't know why. I just ha- have the feeling that this is about to happen sooner than later. And then, um, but for pick purposes or whatever, I will also choose Becky Lynch. All right, next which I think if they let these guys go, easy match of the night, the mid-card champions. Oh, yeah. United States champion AJ Styles versus the Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura versus North American champion Roderick Strong. I'm... All right, so this is what we're going to do. I want to kind of add a little bit to this. Nick, you're going to tell us who you think going to win, then you're going to tell us who you want to win. All right. I think how they're booking the OC... They're going to go with AJ. Okay. But I'd like to see Roger Strong get the win. Word, word. Okay. I, yeah, no, actually, you know what? Roger, I'd like to see Shinsuke get it. Okay. I'd like, yeah, Shinsuke is who I want to win, though. All right. Carl? 
Nick done took the words right out of my mouth. Just exactly. <laughs> just the way that they're built, the way that they're building the OC, the way they're being booked and stuff. Odds are they'll get it. But I would like to see I would like to see Shinsuke take it. Mm-hmm. And he literally will be the king of strong style. Yeah, you get it. I think they have to, they have to do that. Yeah, you get it. They got AJ Styles. They got uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Then we got Strong. <laughs> strong Styles. Cool. Yeah. I can't take credit for that. I saw it in a meme, man. I thought it was genius. Yeah. I like <laughs> Did you see that one to where they um, dubbed their faces over that um, scene in the office where they was all pointing the finger guns at each other? <laughs> No, but oh my God, you got to send it to me now. Oh yeah, I'll find it for you. All right, so you got um, AJ for the win and um, you want Nakamura to win. All right? right. Now, right. Anomaly, what you got? Um, All honesty, I think this is a br- brilliant idea for once out, out of creative mm-hmm. to get Roderick Strong over for the fans because he's on his way to the big times, mm-hmm. to the big shows. He was made for it anyway. This guy is a fucking stud. He's been a fucking stud. He can throw chops with the best in the world, and he is the king of the fucking backbreakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is his culmination. This is his baptism of fire to bring him up to neither Raw or Smushdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I think Roddy's definitely going over. Uh, all honesty, surprising everybody. I want Roderick Strong to win. Word. I, I wouldn't be opposed because to he, he he deserves it. He deserves it. The kid has been busting his ass for years. He was jobbing out like long before anybody even knew his name. Like like he'll tell you a like there's a story he told on the internet one time to where he was um, jobbing out to Kurt Angle and Kurt Angle like sat next to him um, dipping. And he says, so I heard you I heard you pretty good, and you got a few moves and repertoires. And he's like, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do, kid. I'm going to let you get one chop. Mm-hmm. And he looked at Kurt. He said, a chop? He said, you get one chop. You try anything else, I'm going to cripple you. This kid has been busting his ass that long. Let Roddy shine. Word. Word. I mean, now, I want to ask you fellas this one. This has the potential to be the match of the night, possibly match of the weekend. Or the year. Yeah, or the year. Yeah. Possibly. Will Vince let them have that match or will he have them water it down? Water down. Because Brock's on the car. Uh, water down. I, I, Niagara. I think he's going to let them go because social media has been hyping this match up big time. Uh, okay, social media hyped up uh, Shinsuke and AJ, and then look what happened. Yeah, yep. yeah, um, Survivor Series is Wait. is a big deal, or whatever. What's your pick, Rob? Uh, well, I'm, I'm I'm gonna roll it all in. Survivor Series is a big deal, and um, I just don't think it's close enough to Mania for it really to matter if that make any sense. So I mean, if they let them go here, regardless of what the card looks like, you know, I I I. I I would not be opposed to it or against it. Um, do I think it will be watered down and not to its full potential? Yes. Quite. I wouldn't say mm-hmm. uh, quite a bit, but enough. You know, they'll they'll still do some crazy shit, but at the same time, it'll still be that WWE style. Um, as far as picks go, um, I want 
Shinsuke Nakamura to win. But I am not opposed to Roderick Strong winning. AJ Styles, if he if he ate the pin from either or, it wouldn't really matter. And he would be no worse for wear, in my opinion. Um, who I think will win is um um you know, I'll probably go with AJ Styles as well. But at the same time, anytime that he's been paired up with anybody, whether it's been the OC or whoever he's been paired up with, he's been pretty much a loser. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. But that's uh, yet to be seen. I hope this match pulls through. I mean, because as soon as I seen it, as soon as I seen the graphic for it, I was like, is this for real? Is this like one of those uh, freaking wrestling podcast website uh, dream match scenario things or whatever then I went to the WWE website and seen the actual picture and I was like oh shit this is real <laughs> <laughs> alright next we got but can, hey, can we say before we jump to that can we say that if this match was under a Tony Khan promotion this would not be the match of the year uh Oh, it would be a match of the year. Because Tony Khan would let them go to their full potential. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's the point I'm trying to make. Fuck WWE. Word. <laughs> All right, what we got next? No, I think this other one has potential, honestly, to be match of the night as well. Men's tag team titles. The Viking Raiders representing Raw. Been getting that very over with everyone, finally. Mm-hmm. Which I've liked them forever. But first, the mm-hmm. new day. Versus Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to kind of do yeah. the same thing you were going to say, Rob, with yeah. this one, because I think this is another good one. I think, because I know they're going to do who wins which matches thing, looking at SmackDown's card, for the most part, it's weak. So I think the New Day is actually going to take this one. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I truthfully don't care who wins, but I'd like to see the Undisputed Era get that little shock. Word. Shock the system. I got you. Yep, I'd like them to shock the system. All right, what you got, Carl? Uh, Viking Raiders could use the rub. Mm-hmm. So I would say them. But I would like to see Undisputed Era shock the system because I, I still have yet to see a bad Undisputed Era match. Oh, I've seen quite a few with the combination of uh, Kyle O'Reilly and... Um... Bobby Fish. Now, if you would have said the combination of Roderick Strong in Colorado, that would have been a whole different story. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, um, that, that, that's what you got. Who you got? Um, You said who going to win and who you want to win. Call. Oh, yeah. I already said it. Yeah. Um, Viking Raiders, I, I would see them. Yeah, I think they're going to take it, but I would like to see uh, Undisputed Hour win it. Okay. Anomaly? The New Day will win this match. I would 90% guarantee it. I would like to see, do I have to call them Undisputed Era? No. I mean, good. I would like to see Red Dragon win this fucking match, but um, yeah, um, New Day is going to win this. And uh, Can we please, I mean, it's War Machine, Red Dragons, and the New Day. All right? Yeah. Please. Gosh, the shit sucks. Fuck these guys. Damn. But yeah. New Day's going to win, but I would like Red Dragon to win. Word. And um, as far as who we all would like to win, um, I, I'm in agreement as well. I, I would like to see the Undisputed Dragon win. 
the um, <laughs> <laughs> the match, the the red arrow. Get, I, I would like to see. The, it'll get more. Eye. Oh, sorry, Rob. Yeah, I would like to see the red arrow win. <laughs> um, but. Um, I think Viking Raiders might take it. I think the New Day is purely there to take the pin. You know, wow. I I, I know that sounds weird to say, but that's just just kind of what I think. They they got a um, a veteran team in there. You know, I mean, which all of these teams are veteran teams, but as far as WWE goes, the New Day is the most veteran team out of the three they got in there. As far as WWE goes, um. I think the New Day will take the the pin from somebody or whatever, but I think the Viking Raiders are going to win. You know, they're already clouting them up as a damn the first ever IWGP and NXT and freaking WWE tag champions. But at the same time, to Anomaly's point, they could just be hyping them up just to eat the pin to the New Day. So, I mean, it could go either way in that respect, but I'm still going to go with them choosing the Viking Raiders, the war, the war experience. And then I want the red error to win. <laughs> all right. These next two, let's set all constrain ourselves to not go on a huge ass tangent. Cause it's going to, cause this is where we start adding team members in. Mm-hmm. So let's try to restrict ourselves. So we really will be here all night. <laughs> Men Survivor Series Elimination Match. Team Raw, you got Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Randy Orange, Drew McIntyre, and Ricochet. Versus Team SmackDown of Roman Reigns, King Corbin, Ali, Shorty G, and Braun Strowman versus Team NXT. So the way we'll do this is we'll say who will win, and then you'll say who do you think's on Team NXT. So I, I guess we don't know Team NXT, but I am going Team Raw. Raw's team has way too much great talent who they care about too much to have them lose. Um, NXT, the five I'm going to go with, I don't know, they're going to have to do some crazy storyline because everyone hates each other in NXT, but they have war games the night before. But mm-hmm. anyway, I think Team NXT, I think it's going to be Adam Cole because there's no way he's not going to be on the car when the rest of the Undisputed Era is. Baby. I think it's going to be Adam Cole, Tommaso Ciampa, mm-hmm. in his glory, Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, and then maybe they throw Finn into it because they could, even though him and Riddle are fighting the night before, but still, either Finn Balor or uh, Pete Dunne is who I'm going to go with. I think it's more likely Pete Dunne, not to wait wait out of turn or whatever. I think it's more likely it'll be a Pete Dunne on that team somewhere. But I'm going Team Raw. And I know we're all going to say the same thing here. We don't have to say, I'm going to throw it out there quick. I'd like to see Team NXT win this one. Because out of all the men have the NXT win. But what you got, Carl? I'm going to shoot the SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Okay. With Roman, Mustafa Ali, Strowman, Corbin. Because they're trying so hard to put Corbin over. And he just, I just hate him. Um, and Chad Gable, I refuse to call him Shorty G. <laughs> who's your who's your NXT team? For my NXT picks, I would have to say Gargano, mm-hmm. Keith Lee. He's not waiting hard wait to cut you off. He's not medically cleared oh, yeah, to yeah, play that war game. True. Who's that? Uh, Gargano. Yeah, yeah. So he, he's he's out of okay, the picture. We'll All right, so we'll put Keith Lee, 
Dominic Dijakovic. Okay. Riddle. Okay. Balor. And Chopper. Okay. So you really don't think Adam Cole is going to be on the card when the rest of the Undisputed Era is? And he's the NXT champ? He doesn't have a match? No. no. But he has the one at War Games, right? Yeah. How sick would it have been of Adam Cole versus Brock Lesnar versus The Fiend? Yeah, see, and that's a, and that's a, that's another thing that we can even touch on or whatever. That's why they didn't do that because, I mean, I don't think they want Adam Cole to get fucked up in this whole thing. <laughs> No, he will die. Oh, gosh. Adam Cole will Triple, die. Triple, that's Triple H's baby. <clears throat> Triple H wouldn't let him get buried. That's his baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, did did I did I say that Adam Cole doesn't do it for me already? Yeah. <sighs> okay. I just thought I'd throw that out there. What you got, Anomaly? Um, I I got Team NXT winning this. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, my team um. My team is the team captain, Adam fucking Cole, baby. The Panama City playboy for B-Rob over there. <laughs> um, Tomasco Champa, definitely. Um, I would like to see him throw a curveball, and even though he's in NXT UK, bring Walter's big ass in there just to fuck some shit up. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Pete, Pete Dunne and, and Finn Balor, that's the whole reason they bring him back to NXT. Mm-hmm. All right, what you got, Rob? Yeah. Um. As far as teams go, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm th- who I want to win is um uh, because I'm looking at the Raw and the SmackDown team, and I'm I'm not liking what I'm seeing actually, and I would rather the NXT team to win, especially if how how the night goes or whatnot. If NXT is taking the losses everywhere else, I think this would be the win if they were kind of holding one to the side for them. You know, and yeah. um, and who's your NXT team? As a, uh, I think as far as team captains would go, I would rather have Tommaso Ciampa as a team captain. Although Adam Cole being a team captain for Team NXT would be pretty good. You know, I I do recognize the star power and the potential of this young man. I just don't like it. Just like I don't like <laughs> Kazushiro Okada. Just like I don't like Finn Motherfucking Balor. <laughs> so. It is, but I do recognize their star power and their, you know, their contribution to the pro wrestling world. So I will give them their due, but they can suck my ass. Um, <laughs> as far as uh, the teams go, um, Tommaso Ciampa, we already brought that up. Um, you, since you put Walter in the air, I like that. So, Walter. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I mean, just whoever they sprinkled on Raw or SmackDown as far as this takeover that they had, you know, I believe that's who will be made up on the team because they wouldn't really so much showcase them if they wasn't going to be somewhere around on the show. So that was Keith Lee. That was uh, Matt Riddle. So I got Ciampa, Riddle, uh, Keith Lee. So that's, uh, what is that, four? And uh, yeah. The last one. Who, who who am I missing that was on what Adam Cole? Adam Cole. But if not Adam Cole, who else was it? Who else showed up? No on? one really. Well, I don't know who the other one could be, but maybe no, Dijak. Dijak was there too. So there you go. That's my five right there. Minus Adam Cole. So 
cool. Tommaso Ciampa, uh, freaking Walter, goddamn Keith Lee, Dijakovic, and Matt Riddle. All right. Next one, we're going to have to move a little quicker just because we have to name two whole teams. The women's one, Team Raw, which is yeah. unknown. Yeah. Team SmackDown, which is unknown. I mean, Team NXT, which is unknown. Take that back. Team SmackDown, Sasha Banks, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Nikki Cross. I think NXT is going to take it. All right. So I'm going to start with Team Raw. I think Team Raw is going to be Charlotte, the Kabuki Warriors. I'm trying to think who else is on it. On Raw. Um, who the fuck else is on Raw? Yeah. You know, just because I love her, she might make her surprise back appearance, Liv Morgan. Mm-hmm. And who else they got on Raw? I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm going through what? the roster right now, Kyrie Maria. Actually, you know what? I'm going to take back Liv Morgan. I'm going to save the Iconics because they're on Raw. Okay. All right. And then my NXT team, I think it's going to be Rhea Ripley. It's going to be Bianca Belair. Um, Kansas Lorey. Lo Shirai? Uh, yeah, Io Shirai. And then maybe, uh, Zia Lee. Ooh, I love me some Zia Lee, boy. You seen her Instagram? Ooh, big time Zia. Big time Zia. Ooh, my But I'm going with Team NXT with the win. What you got, Carl? Uh, I'm going to put together, um, Raw real quick. So... You know that they're on in Charlotte. They got to get Charlotte a match. So I would say Charlotte, Natalia. Oh, I forgot about her. Zelina. (laughs) Was that three so far? Yep. Liv. My girl. And a surprising return, Naomi. I was just, oh man, I, I couldn't wait my turn. I'm glad you seen, brought it up. <laughs> All right. And who do you got taking the W? With that, I'm going to go with my dream that team I just picked. Um, what do you call it? Uh, Bro. Oh, actually, yeah. Real quick, though, what's your NXT team? Sorry, I cut you off before that. My NXT team will be, I'm literally, I'm on my iPad looking at the roster right there. <laughs> so, yeah, I would say. Bianca, mm-hmm. Candice, yep. Dakota Kai, okay, Io Shirai, and Mia Yim. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Good one. All right. And you went with Team Raw. All right. What you got, Anatoly? Um, I'm going to take a stand here and say no one gives a shit about this match. Yeah. So I'm not going to put the time and effort into this shit. I'm not even going to pick or acknowledge it. If I do decide to watch it instead of taking a bathroom break, I just hope I see somebody's tit pop out. Okay. Yeah. To you, Rob. All right. What you got, Rob? Word. Uh, you know, as um, wildly bold as Anomaly's statement is, I kind of agree. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to watch it just because, but I, I, I could care less, you know. I mean, I'm looking at Team SmackDown right now, and everybody got blonde hair except for uh, freaking Sasha Banks. <laughs> um, and Nikki Cross. Oh, Nikki Cross on the team? Because the one I'm looking at, yeah. I only show them four. Okay. Yeah, now Nikki Cross got added on Friday. Okay, all right, good to go. So, 
that is what it is. And then um, Raw, we had to pick a team for them, right? They don't even know. Yeah. Um, fuck that couch. Um, and then SmackDown, Rhea Ripley, uh, Dakota Kai, uh, Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, and um, what was that other girl? Um, uh, Tegan Knox. Okay, that's another good pick. Yeah, so that that's my five for them. Fuck Raw, I don't care. He's gonna have whoever's the leftovers are, and probably Naomi. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. So after after anomaly saying that, I kind of am hoping for a Terry to pop out. So <laughs> man, <laughs> yeah, because because they, they all got some nice. Come on, Terry! Come on, Terry! Yeah, because they all yeah. they all got they all got nice boobies in this whole thing. They do mm-hmm. real or fake? I think Dana Brooks is... And that's all she wrote for the card, gents. Word. Word, word, word. So, I mean, it's been a... It's been an interesting conversation, gentlemen. Uh, As always. Yeah, freaking Survivor Series. You know, I mean, it is it is what it is. You know, it it, it got me kind of hyped. I got some matches that I'm really looking forward to on there. And um, just based on the conversation that we had today and the picks that we made and, you know, some of the speculation that we got... I'm just kind of, you know, in anticipation to, for this thing because of what we talked about here. You know, what could go down? What couldn't go down? Why this won't go down? You know, because WWE sucks at booking shit. So, you know, I'm excited. <laughs> but before we go, as always, Nicholas, son, where can they find you on social media? Once again, I want all the smoke. And um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Nick Anicelli, A-N-N-I-C-E-L-L-I. I don't know why I spelled it, because no one's going to remember it. Uh, and Carl, where can they find you on social media and the podcast that you're involved with? Uh, you can find me personally on Instagram, Twitter, and everybody else at MrBird1027. That's Mr. M-R-B-Y-R-D-1027. And also, you can catch me on the Codex Prime podcast uh, and everywhere that you can, where you listen to your podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify. You can uh, just look up Codex Prime podcast. And we're also on social media as well. Uh, Twitter, Codex Prime cast. Instagram, Codex Prime podcast. Word. Mr. Anomaly. Where can they find you on social media? You can find me on Facebook under my government name, Christopher Yates. You can find me on Twitter, ampersand, N-O-L-M-A-L-Y-4-9. You can find me on Instagram at Anomaly4949. And peep out and like the Wrestling Is Trash page to see my weekly Monday match of the week. So... I want more people to check that out. I need more correspondence. I'm going into a lot of trouble making yeah. sure that I get you guys awesome matches for Monday match of the fucking week. So give me some feedback on those people. Word. So you're going to do Mondays and I'm going to probably try to get in on Wednesday and drop me a match in there as well. So, yes, again, sir. And then, you know, just before I even move on to plug the show once again, Anomaly, I appreciate you for you stepping up and, to the Facebook for wrestling is trash and uh, putting your two cents in there. I, I highly enjoy it and I thoroughly appreciate it. Hey, I'm just having fun, man. Yeah. All right. And once again, you can find wrestling is trash on Twitter at wrestling be trash. 
Instagram, Wrestling Is Trash. Facebook, Wrestling Is Trash. Go hang out on Facebook. And you can find all these episodes on WrestlingIsTrash.com. For myself, Nick Anacelli, Carl Bird, and the anonymous, unanonymous anomaly, <laughs> we bid you a fond adieu, and we'll see you next time. Peace!